It seems like the occupation of education kind of sucks balls right now. Uh, yeah, I would say it's been sucking for a good good long while. Um, At least two years, maybe. Maybe more than that. Yeah, I would say more than that. But, uh, yeah. Hey, at least people are banging pots and pans. Huh? Oh, uh, for medical staff. Oh, wait. We stopped doing that, too. (laughs) Welcome to a new edition of We Ain't Seen Nothing Yet, the game show where one of us is quizzed on a movie they have not seen. I'm your co-host, Ethan, a non-educator, and this is your other co-host, Wes, uh, a pretend educator. (laughs) You're like the aunt or uncle of education. Hey, that's Around sure how sometimes. the uh, district treats librarians. <laughs> <laughs> if the district is listening, give this man his own children. <laughs> if the district is listening, there's literally nothing you can do. You need me. You can't fire me. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't need to be tenured. He was a desperation hire from the get-go. The current score is Ethan... 27.5 out of a predicted 58, and Wes, 30 out of a predicted 60. He's already halfway there! We're both in pretty comparable spots, I would say. Mm-hmm. I don't right? feel great having watched Howard the Duck, and that is in multiple senses <laughs> of the phrase, not feeling great. I did watch this on, oh, like, Tuesday. I... <laughs> I don't think I scored your quiz, either. All right, time to vamp. Uh, <laughs> I was thinking, so I just watched uh, Men in Black. I didn't put any um, any question about this, but I do think it's funny that for our first five movies that we're quizzing each other on, uh, they're all Marvel movies. And I think that's... Oh, wait, no, The Mask isn't a Marvel movie. It's Dark Horse. What the fuck am I talking about? Yeah, it's just all my movies are Marvel. Yeah. And then Men in Black is a Marvel movie. Because it was a published comic at the time of release. Oh, man. I had a panic attack when I sat down in this closet. One, it's crazy hot in here. And two, I, I thought that I didn't finish my Men in Black quiz. I haven't checked, but I probably should. Uh... Okay, cool. <laughs> You're really struggling to vamp, huh? What? No, I was umming because I was looking over my answers to make sure they were correct. Hey, we could also do this the old way, and you could score me as we run through all the questions. Oh, because I had it scored then, too. It helped uh, tamp down on the uh, yeah. You're fighting for more points. Your your greediness. 
I think that when we started out this show, a lot of the the thought process behind it was that each of us would get an opportunity to fight and say that we were actually correct. But we quickly learned that the other co-host of this show is too big of an asshole to not like keep talking to try to walk <laughs> their way into some points. And we just we just don't have the time for that. All right, I'm ready for Howard the Duck. Are you really ready for Howard the Duck? I am. I really like this movie. <laughs> um, I I do wanna I do wanna say one thing, even though I don't need to vamp anymore. Uh, apparently in I think it's I think it's Rockford. There is a Cajun sushi sushi restaurant. These are not an uncommon thing, which I thought only existed within Howard the Duck. Hmm. Interesting. So Wes, you could head on over there. It's not it's not close, but it's it's much closer to you than it is to me. <laughs> All right, open ended questions. I gave you a point and a half. Uh you were completely wrong on the name of the uh place of how it's from it's it's just duck world i don't know how i didn't remember (laughs) that it's just duck world i think because it's so plain that it's easy to forget (laughs) hence the question (laughs) uh what american city of roughly five hundred thousand people in 1986 does howard land in do you remember a a city i truly never think about it's cleveland ohio (laughs) also a retcon from uh the howard the duck comic series where is he in the series? I can't remember. It's just in New is York. It... Yeah, that's what I thought. It makes it makes sense that he lands in New York. That's where everyone else in the Marvel universe is. Hey, but if you're also gonna retcon the fact that he's like a noir detective, might as well just yeah. You might as well do Cleveland. that too. <laughs> what job does Howard temporarily get on Earth? You said he works at a deli. Definitely not a bodega, though. He handles meat. In a way. <laughs> at that sauna, that dirty a It's a not sauna. a sauna. It's not a sauna. It is definitely just a straight up bathhouse. Yeah. Not unlike the one from Batman and Robin. It's just as disgusting, but people still go there. I really I honestly a... don't re- I don't remember that. Bathhouse and Batman and Robin, Bane and Poison Ivy break in there. There's a bunch of like weird glow-in-the-dark bikers that they beat up, and then she grows a bunch of plants in the ground and whatever. Oh, is that where she's defeated? Yeah. Okay. Plastic rubber lips. Uh, the only points you got were you were able to describe Howard the Duck, even though it's not necessarily true to the movie. <laughs> I bunted that one by going for the most vague <laughs> points of who Howard is as a character. You got right that he's an alien and that he there's Bev, his love interest. Um, I was thinking about it while I was watching the movie. Is Bev his love interest in the comics? Because mm-hmm. I feel like sometimes she is, and then sometimes he it's on he and just off. Won't he won't engage? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sometimes she won't either. Yeah. In the most Sometimes recent, don't feel like it. In the most recent Howard the Duck run, there was actually like a fairly emotional reunion of the two. <laughs> like it was, they have I, a great relationship. Yeah. Honestly, 
their relationship in this movie is pretty good. Yeah. It kind of keeps the spirit from the comics. Uh, you also got right that the 80s counterculture Beverly's a part of is metal. It's it's punk metal, but it's... Yeah, I, I struggled to describe it when I saw her because I was like, what they're performing is not metal. They're dressed in like a glam rock type of... It's like glam setting. rock, steampunk. It doesn't... I recognize it. I don't know the word for it. I gave it to it's you. It's music, though. <laughs> yeah. Uh, in multiple choice, you got two points for successfully guessing that Howard is charged with illegal immigration. Mm. And that Dr. Jennings uses his superpowers first on exploding condiments at a diner table. I am not Dr. Jennings. <laughs> uh, yeah, why don't you take a... We'll, we'll talk about it some more, but what did you think of his performance? Jeffrey Jones. Uh, it, okay. Let as, me preface As a connoisseur this. of Jeffrey as Jones. As a connoisseur of Jeffrey Jones movies. <laughs> Okay, it's the let me let me start with a preface. Jeffrey Jones is a monster. <laughs> He's he cannot be yeah. commended as a human being. His performance in this movie is pretty good. <laughs> I think I would have done it differently. I think I would have done it bigger. Yeah. But I think in the world of the movie that was established by the third act, which is to say not very good. <laughs> He was the better part of the third act of the movie. Until he's replaced by uh, a stop motion monster. (laughs) I fucking (laughs) forgot. Uh, The ones you got wrong, I think my favorite one has to be... um, when Beverly goes through Howard's wallet, what is not something she finds? Your guess oh was... Oh, my God. I... <laughs> Do you remember what your guess was? My guess was that it wouldn't be an unwrapped condom. <laughs> now I'm forced to realize that the ducks in Duck World have more traditionally human-shaped phallus. <laughs> right. They're not corkscrew. <laughs> right. Which I guess is better if they're going to be humanoid. But then, like, it's still unwrapped. And the worst part is it kind of looked used. <laughs> and they linger on it for so long. Like, I, I, I re-listened to the episode. It's not breadcrumbs. I wish it was breadcrumbs. <laughs> I deeply wish that I had been correct. I don't know. I think it's fun. I think it's unexpected and it's one of those sexual parts of this movie where it's just like whoa (laughs) i do like that bev's response is just howard (laughs) um and i think uh, any comments about how the movie ended do you remember I mean, like, what what do you mean how the movie... I was so checked out by the time we were firing that stupid laser in that cart. 
Well, I thought you would appreciate that the movie ends very similarly to Rat Race. <laughs> In what way does this end similarly to Rat Race? Like, it, it ends with the, the big oh, concert. with the fucking yeah, with the big <laughs> concert, the big concert at the end. Ah, uh, it was, it wasn't good. It, it was a bad concert. I guess it's better that Smash Mouth wasn't there, if that's what you're trying to get me to say. <laughs> In your comparison to Rat Race. Uh, yeah, it ends in a concert. I think it's weird that Howard becomes the manager of that band. I don't like it. (laughs) Hey, at least he's not going to put Bev in a casting couch situation. That's true, because the other guy definitely was going to. Mm -hmm. She just honestly wants to fuck him. (laughs) She does. I don't know why you would. There's nothing likable about this version of Howard. He's not like a nice guy. He's not. uh... (laughs) True or false. This one was a tricky one. Every single statement was in fact true. (laughs) (laughs) That's always a tough one. Uh, But we have to have one per season where everything (laughs) or nearly everything is true. Just to show how batshit a movie is. You're willing to beat me halfway on how sexual this movie is, but then once I kept going, you're like, it, it just can't be. So you got mm-hmm. uh, you got the, at one point, Howard attempts to have sex with a woman. True or false? Wrong. You said it wouldn't be the case. He does? Yeah, he it's definitely... Because... He definitely wants to have sex with Bev, and then once she shows she's game, he starts getting nervous. Yeah, I guess we can read it that way. I thought that it might have been a joke at first. That was my initial reading of that scene. Well, My we... problem is I can't tell what Howard wants in this movie. <laughs> it's so unclear what Howard desires. Howard from the comics, I know exactly what he wants. He's sick of this shit and he wants to go home and he wants to fuck. <laughs> uh, you also got wrong that at one point Howard falls into a bath where two people are having sex. <laughs> he definitely does. <laughs> and you got wrong that at two points we see duck boobies. You said you can only do it once. <laughs> they, in fact, do it twice. It's first in a magazine and second in... In the real. Within a span of like a minute of each other in the first five They're minutes. They're so <laughs> quick in succession. It's almost as though they wanted to turn off the entire audience to the movie. Also, I, I'm just picturing I George it. Lucas singing, Come with me and you'll see a world, world of pure dark boobies. <laughs> Um, yeah, so here's, here's one that I really didn't like. This, this is what turned me off at the start more than the duck boobs. It was that in duck world, everything is the same, except like they have different names for things. And obviously it's all hosted by ducks. Why did we have to change Raiders of the Lost Ark to Breeders of the Lost Stork? (laughs) That's a pornography movie. That's a that's a different movie that probably exists in our 
real life human world. Even though George Lucas helped write that movie, ain't no way is George Lucas going to give them the rights to use the title. Yeah, I guess, but it's the same poster design, which I guess could be parody, but still, I don't... I don't like it. I didn't like that one. (laughs) Then we had the screen grab. I gave you two points. You got one for Howard, for essentially describing that Howard is getting kissed by Bev. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, you suggested this is <laughs> Bev kissing Howard while he's asleep, or she's working her way up to riding that duck dick. <laughs> Do you want to say you led me towards that last one? You kind of walked me into saying that. You were so uncomfortable. You didn't want to say it, even though you knew you should say it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you wanted it. Was, it. <laughs> it was a scene that was almost fun. Uh, yeah, I would say it's... When I first watched it with Rigoletto, um, it was just shocking. <laughs> I'm pretty sure yeah. my mouth was just open the whole time. It does feel like a lot of the early parts of this movie just go for the shock value. Yep. Which is what every like early part of a Howard the Duck comic feels like. Mm-hmm. And it's not my favorite part. I just like when Howard's living living life. Uh and then I gave you the other point, pretty much just out of pity for being uncomfortable. You said, should this have been done? I think that's a fair question to ask. I would say yes, but... I think for the audience that this movie was marketed toward, probably not. I don't think that... I don't think the world was ready for that scene when it was made. I think it would still be found shocking today. I would think people would be outraged by it more, actually. I think this scene is better than the the sex scene that's in Terminator, though. I thought you were going to say The Eternals. Um, yes. <laughs> there was some, <laughs> there was some critic the other day that was like, how come characters in Marvel movies don't have sex? Clearly they haven't seen the Eternals. <laughs> well, then the question is, are those two characters in fact characters? I thought you were going to say heroes, but characters is a stronger choice. All right, so currently you have eight and a half points. So mm-hmm. time for the post-movie bonus questions. A little tougher. Let's let's get some lunch. A little more sexual. Mm-hmm. What does the alien inside Dr. Jennings call himself? This is an open-ended question. Oh, okay. I had I had it. The dark something. It's not the dark acolyte. It's the dark. Uh, what is it? Uh, 
I have it written in my notes. If this was an open book test, I would obviously get it. But open book tests are stupid and everyone could pass them. Uh, adversary, the dark. Uh, I can't remember. I can't remember. Maybe. We'll be here all day if I. Tr- it is the dark something, though, right? Uh, no, yes. it's not. No, it is. Dark Overlord of the Universe. Overlord! Damn it. I am no longer Dr. Jenning. I am the Dark Overlord. I am a pedophile. (laughs) This is what I normally look and sound like. (laughs) This is me Me without me. Jeffrey Jones. I'm so sweaty because I'm thinking about children and I'm a monster. Oh. Speaking uh, of yeah, children, my out. next uh, <laughs> Speaking of children, my next question is how do multiple children react to seeing Howard? A, they throw uh, up. B, they mm-hmm. must touch him. C, they yeah. ask their parents for one or D, they try yanking out his feathers. I feel like it's a mixture of B and D because you're talking about when they're coming out of the the museum that first time. Mm-hmm. Uh, where all the kids, when does his tail feather get plucked out? That's later. That's the scientist. So I'm going to say they all want to touch him. Yes, that is the correct answer. They don't say a single thing. They just go up to him and begin touching him. Like that felt- scene from Batman v Superman where Superman <laughs> saves those people and they're all touching him. <laughs> like a god. Yeah. Well, he's a god, much like Howard. I see little difference between Superman and Howard the Duck. Ethan, have you ever thought about how superheroes are kind of like gods? <laughs> when you think about it, every superhero in every canon is kind of like a god. Someone should make a movie where they make that a little more explicit. <laughs> like, have well, it's a, a good villain, thing Marvel did too. Like, have a villain played by Jesse Eisenberg who can't shut up about it. <laughs> I think they should also make a movie where they retcon real life so that uh, <laughs> our gods were actually superheroes the whole time, kind of inverting the argument on his head. Hey, they can't interfere. <laughs> they can't. They just can't. Unless they want to. Unless they really, really want to. <laughs> True or false, there is an erection joke in this movie. Specifically an erection joke. Um... I mean, yeah, true. Let's let's just go go ahead and say that there is. <laughs> Do you remember? There, it? there must be. There's no way that there's not. Does it involve Tim Robbins? No, it is during the Howard the Duck sex scene, where his feathers on the top of his head perk up oh, yeah, when she I'll starts crawling right. on him. Is that really an erection joke, though? Because that's kind of yeah, like a because duck they. Thing. But it is solely meant to imply the erection thing. It's the same because thing. Because he apologizes. When... He apologizes in the same way that I apologize whenever I have an erection. Well, yeah. I think this might be a little more personal than it is widely applicable to this movie. This is a connection you have, but I don't think 
I, I would, I would compare it to like the hairs scene. on the back of your neck standing up on end. I don't think they no. would. <laughs> I'll take the point, but I fundamentally disagree that it's an erection joke. No, no, absolutely disagree. It's not similar to the hairs going up in the back of your neck because this is very visible. These are feathers that are super long and are very obvious. He's a duck! <laughs> But you're comparing it to people having the the hair on the back of their neck standing up. You never I'm have to apologize. I'm comparing it to ducks, that. to avian <laughs> biology, Wesley. I understand biologically he's not fucking with those feathers, but it's meant to be an erection joke. He's aroused, so his feathers go up. And then she smooths them back down. Yeah, and you can do that with a pee-pee as well. <laughs> Push it back in. It's not time. <laughs> All right, I'll reveal the... It's like one of those telescoping lightsaber toys. I'll reveal the total point shortly, but Ethan, would you rewatch this movie? Um, Not soon, but I do think I would rewatch it. I do actually find the first two-thirds of this movie to be pretty enjoyable for what it is. At least until we get another Howard the Duck movie that does his character a little more justice. Mm, yeah. But uh, having watched watched through the MCU again, including What If, it really feels like the Howard they're pulling for in the MCU is the same one as this movie. <laughs> what do you No mean? joke. Like... He's still the the suit wearing, and Seth Green's not doing like a lower pitch voice. He's still doing the really squeaky, nasally voice that I hate for Howard in this movie. <laughs> but it feels like he's kind of the, he is a bit smoother, I should say, but kind of a, a leery, gross person instead of a, a smoother talking, cooler duck that has sex like Howard. Okay. But yeah, yeah. the the third Anything the third else? act of this movie I don't like because it feels Howard acts like a child for the third act of the movie in a way that I don't really like. Yeah. He, he doesn't act anything like he did in the earlier part, and I I texted you the exact moment that I stopped caring about the movie, and it's the fight at the diner when it just stops being anything like it was before. <laughs> Yeah, I would say that's where I check out too. I would rewatch this movie. Um, I enjoy it quite a bit. I don't know if it's it's on so many people's like worst movie list, and I wouldn't say mm-hmm. it's really. I I would I can think of a dozen movies that are worse. There were like certainly points way. in this movie where I was entertained in the way that the movie wanted to be entertaining. Right. Exactly. Um. But yeah, I check out in the third act as well. It He just loses all of his autonomy. I think that's kind of what you're getting at. He's fully at reactive. That. Yeah. And when he is able to do anything, it's solely by accident. <laughs> like he just stumbles yeah. his way into winning at the end. I wasn't really paying attention 
during that last fight scene? How did they know that car thing had a laser on it? Also, one of the big jokes is you have to buckle your seatbelt to make it work. (laughs) And they kept referencing it like it was so funny. I don't even remember that. Uh, And I've seen this movie twice. (laughs) (laughs) It's, It's unclear. I have so little interest in the whole laser aspect of it. It's bad. It's not done well. Uh, no. <laughs> Howard is rarely a galactic battling figure. And when he is, usually the point of the movie is building him up to where he can do that. Mm-hmm. And this movie doesn't succeed because it just shoehorns Howard into a big intergalactic threat fighter. Right. Uh,. In terms of Jeffrey Jones, I do stand by my completely objective, true or false, that every pedophile should be forced to wear the makeup and be forced to talk like Jeffrey Jones. I agree. Um, there's, I think one of the, the last funny moments in this movie, though, is seeing Jeffrey Jones sweaty as hell driving a semi-truck. <laughs> that was good. I did like that. Um, I should also say from a, from like a movie making standpoint, there are some parts where this movie is very successful. The shot composition and cinematography are very interesting (laughs) and very good. Yeah. Yeah. I would agree. Like when Howard lands on the planet and he's talking to Beverly, there are these shot reverse shots where there's like a big pillar in between them and there's like all these shadows around and it feels like the noir that I really wanted it to be. Yeah. (laughs) And I was like, oh my God, is this movie actually going to be good? (laughs) And then it was was fine. And then it was fine. And that's where I would rate it to. I would say it's fine. Um I also, I also want to touch more on Tim Robbins' character. I think he was playing that character way... Like, he didn't give a shit. He was just going <laughs> anywhere. Is he the other scientist? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, I do, however, want a gif of Tim Robbins going, Howard! <laughs> <laughs> also, this movie is paced really badly. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Totally agree with it. It feels like Howard is going home at, at the end of the first act. And I'm like, yeah, the movie could end here. And then it doesn't. Uh, I think it would have made more sense if the movie just picked up in Medius Day. And uh... there should have been a flash forward. Yeah. I have it start in Howard... the bathhouse. <laughs> I think it could have started with meeting Bev. And then... He becomes her manager, and then there's a flash forward, and then we do, and and then it's just bathhouse for the rest of the movie. Now, here, Wes, here's here's how we pitch this movie differently, where you still get your bathhouse. It's (laughs) after the flash forward. He's a detective. It's a noir movie, and something happened in this bathhouse, so he's undercover working there for the rest of the movie, trying to figure out. Okay. Yeah. Who was like killed in this mud pool? I, I would stand that. Yeah. Let us write Howard. <laughs> Let us write Howard. Yeah, I think I could do it by myself. Um... <laughs> Give us the Z-list Marvel characters, please. 
I would be interested in making a Batmite. That's DC, isn't it? Yeah. DC would do it. They got nothing better to do. Who would they have right in their movies? Garbage? <laughs> James Gunn? I would bring back Ben Affleck. <laughs> Crossover, Ben Affleck. <laughs> our favorite duck. Um, <laughs> so, Ethan, our second question is, would this movie have been improved if it had more of a budget? Probably. The 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 Howard mask and suit could have looked better. CG at the time was not good enough to make it look anywhere near good. And how long ago was that? Wasn't this in the in the nineties? Eighties. Eighties. Okay. Even <laughs> even. I was going to say eighties, but then I aired later, uh, because I wanted to try to give it the benefit of the doubt. But yeah, 80s, 80s CG technology was not at a point where this would have looked good. Just looking at the evil, the Dark Overlords. They were bad. Yeah. Yeah. No amount of money could have fixed those. Uh, I think if they had more money, I think they could have. I think they might have mis. They would have misspent it. But I think they could have done a lot more cool stuff with the set and stuff and really make this feel yeah. more noir-esque. But that, that's 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 where I run into the issue. It feels like this movie wasn't hampered by budget. It feels like it was hurt by direction. Yeah. Like the whole, from, from the get-go, this movie was never going to be what Howard the Duck is, or at least what we know him as today. Yeah. I guess I, whenever I tackle this question, I just take the uh, kind of approach that our state and federal governments take, which is largely, if you throw enough money at an issue, it might just resolve itself. But if you think about it this way, where do our issues lie? <laughs> and I don't think we're throwing money at the right things. Yeah, yeah that's we what still- I mean. But anyway, we can fix the policing system in America as long as we keep throwing more money at it. Uh, $3.4 billion! (laughs) Just the LAPD. Uh, Ethan, your total score is 10.5. I'll take it. Looks like I gotta get a full 20 points on this next quiz. <laughs> you a perfect score. Frankly, I think I can do it. I can do it. I can do oh. it, mate. Alrighty then. Which Wes incorrectly guessed is from The Mask. That's actually from Bruce Almighty. Um, <laughs> when we come back, we're going to talk about... Are you saying that I'm wrong? I thought it was from The Mask, and I just watched it. No, it's not from The Mask, and it's actually not from uh, Bruce Almighty either. It's from Ace Ventura. What is the thing from The Mask that people quote? Smoking and somebody ah, stop yeah. me. Okay. And oh, <laughs> which is, of course, only from The Mask. And not from Tex Avery cartoons. 
Tex Avery who the mask came first. And so does Howard. We'll be right back. Uh, welcome what are you back. Doing for Valentine's Day. Welcome back. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, boss. I just want to know what are we doing for Valentine's Day? What are we getting the boys? <laughs> what do you think we're getting to them? Xbox well, thinking, 360. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think they really, I think they're really gonna respond positively to that, boss. And Just I'm, think about it. You, I'm you, go- me, Giovanni, all playing Halo Three, ODST. <laughs> I only got a, uh, only got a Lego Indiana Jones. <laughs> I don't even, boss. I don't know what you're saying. We gotta get that goiter checked out real quick. Uh oh, oh, we gotta cut it open. We gotta let some of the pus out. <laughs> We're back. We're talking the men in black. Wes. Doing a perfect reenactment of the Men in Black theme song. Uh, but more importantly, we need to talk about why haven't you seen it and what happens in it. Why haven't I seen it? Same reason I haven't seen many Will Smith movies. I'm not a fan of his acting. Um, I used to enjoy Fresh Prince. But I haven't seen it in a number of years, and I just feel like, I don't know. It's just, I can't get myself interested in Will Smith. I think primarily because it's really started in uh, fifth or sixth grade when there was this one classmate of mine who was just so obsessed with Will Smith. That she just kept saying, like, I've seen every single Will Smith movie. Name a Will Smith movie. And then someone would be like, oh, uh, Hancock. And then she's like, yeah, I've seen it. That's an awesome movie. <laughs> she's like, no one's a bigger Will Smith fan than me. <laughs> I was like, fine. <laughs> you know what? I won't be a Will Smith fan at all. You can- So you became a hater. <laughs> You are a big enough fan for all of us. <laughs> <laughs> so you haven't enjo- you haven't let yourself enjoy a Will Smith movie out of spite for a sixth grade girl. <laughs> yep. Fair enough. <laughs> what happens in this movie? Men in Black is a secret government organization that responds to extraterrestrial and supernatural um, crimes and threats. They have those mind-erasing or mind-altering devices that look like a a pen, but they, like, flash. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's Tommy Lee Jones as well with Will Smith. Um can't remember if this is the movie where the White House blows up or not. I don't think it is. 
but I'm just going to hedge my bets and say sure. So you're saying that it is. <laughs> I'm not saying it isn't either. Okay, so you're just saying you can't remember whether or not this happened. I'm saying I should get the points. <laughs> you're saying no matter what you have said, you deserve the point for referencing a movie that this may or may not be. Yes. Okay, um, I'm going to say that you can't remember it and that you have talked about it. There's these like little alien guys that have like st- like stick thin arms and legs kind of a elongated body with a kind of engorged belly and mm-hmm. tiny little heads these okay. little alien dudes i believe are meant to be comic relief i also okay. believe i I really don't know, but I'm going to say, sure, yes, that there are good aliens as well that work in the Men in Black agency. Okay. Do you think there are good aliens anywhere else? Sure, I'm not going to cast generalities. I think... There's good aliens, and there's bad aliens, and I think there's loads of shades of gray. So they're just like people. Like humans. Humans are good or bad. (laughs) (laughs) No shades of gray in humans. (laughs) It's good, bad, or naughty. (laughs) (laughs) I think we'd say good, bad, or ugly. Which we established with Clint Eastwood. (laughs) And Ethan, you're a little bit naughty. I'm a spicy little tyke. I thought you said a slur at first. (laughs) (laughs) A slur that does not apply to me. (laughs) Which is why I was taken aback. I was like, whoa, where'd that come from? (laughs) Did he just say that slur just to say it? (laughs) Has he just been thinking about it (laughs) this entire recording? Is he a middle school boy just trying to say as many bad words as possible? Uh... <laughs> we both knew them. I was one of them for 25 minutes. I teach them. <laughs> I hate them. Buddy, believe it or not, it's weirder when they don't speak English and only know the bad English words. Fair. Uh, cool. Open-ended question number two. What happened to K, Tommy Lee Jones, old partner, D, and why did he have to be replaced? Every answer that comes to mind would seem to just imply that he needs to be replaced. Like, I was going to say he was liquefied and, like, well, you can't do much with someone when they're just goo. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I'll give you five answers just to say what happened to him. (laughs) Okay. So more than our typical three, which means probably not going to get it. Um, I honestly think you could get it. I'm giving five because I'm feeling generous today. Okay. He gets transformed into a car. Okay. Turbo team. And uh, there's rules and regulations against, uh, 
a sentient car working for the force. Okay. Um, That's why uh, Kit and Knight Rider are a separate faction. There, he goes rogue and joins the aliens, and he needs a new partner because Tommy Lee Jones wants to retire. Okay. Why aren't you quizzing? Wasn't there a Men in Black movie that came out with Liam Neeson? <laughs> Why aren't you quizzing me on that one? Isn't it like an international one? Yes, you're thinking of Men in Black. I think it is called Men in Black International. Yeah. That's the that's the newest one that has Chris Hemsworth and um oh shit, why am I blanking on her name? Tessa Thompson. Yes. That one's awful. <laughs> <laughs> and aren't they trying to make a Men in Black 2021 Jump Street crossover as well? I don't know, but I'd be down for that. You would be? I thought I heard. Uh, you know what? With the current, with the current of each, or maybe not. All right, I let's move I on. Uh, this one's uh, kind of in line with your Eternals questions, which is more of a lore <laughs> question that you'll have to pay attention to. <laughs> Why so are there so many? Yeah, it's basically revenge. Why are there so many aliens on Earth? Uh, I'm just gonna say they've always been here. People just didn't they they're invisible. Okay. And the final open ended question How does the main antagonist feel about cockroaches? Scaredy cat. I'm gonna say uh they're they're his Achilles heel. Not unlike the Goblin King's aversion to chickens. Gnome King. I went labyrinth. (laughs) Sorry, I went labyrinth. (laughs) I'm going rogue. I'm going labyrinth. (laughs) Moving on to multiple choice. What is the only target that Jay, Will Smith's character, shoots during his entrance exam? A, an LAPD officer, B, a little girl, C, his instructor, or D, a dog with a hat? I'm going to say little girl. No, no, instructor. I'm going to go with instructor. Okay. Here's hoping it's William Shatner. (laughs) I've been watching a lot of Star Trek lately. Where is it on now? Did they put it back up on Netflix or is it on Paramount Plus? It's on Paramount. I don't have that. Well, ask for my login. Give me your lo- Hey, Wes, what's your Paramount Plus login real quick? I'm not going to take this out. <laughs> All right, thanks. <laughs> Next question. What is Jay's first mission with K? Is it a, stopping an alien from stealing precious diamonds. B, an illegal alien border crossing in Mexico. C, finding a lost cat. Or D, assisting with a roadside alien birth. 
birth. I want to see birth. that shit. Give me that birth. Give me that birth. Give me that birth, boys, and be birth, birth my boys. <laughs> I want to get lost in birthing boys and drift away. <laughs> Even when I know y'all are gone. The emptiness of a woman. <laughs> what does the phrase... Oh my God, this is the worst question I've ever written in my entire life. Everyone listening, I apologize for this question in advance. Wes, I don't apologize to you. Okay. What does this phrase mean? To prevent war. The galaxy is on Orion's belt. Let you ponder that for a second, and I'll give you the options. A, they have to flash a signal to Orion's belt to stop an alien invasion. B, there's an entire galaxy preserved on a cat's collar that must be returned. C, Orion is a guy with a big belt buckle, and we gotta kick it. Or D, the only person that could solve that riddle just died hundreds of years ago and a door just falls open. <laughs> I'm tempted by D. This seems like a very Wesley question. <laughs> I love putting that red meat <laughs> at the end. Okay. Cool. Uh, but I'm going to go with Cat's Collar. Cat's Collar. Little boy blue and the man on the moon. Ooh, All right. When you're coming home, son, I don't know when. We'll, we'll be, be together, together then. then. <laughs> it's really hard to sing together on <laughs> any sort of delay. I'll match it up in post. All right. Multiple choice number four. What comedic actor is glued to the ceiling for killing cockroaches? Is it A... Mr. Show actor Bob Odenkirk. B. Mr. Show actor David Cross. C. Capital Rioter Jay Johnston. <laughs> or D. Mr. Show cast member and Pinocchio voice actor Tom Kenny. Hmm. I'm just gonna, I'm gonna have to go with Tom Kenny. <laughs> All right. The safest. <laughs> The safest bet. The other three, far too well known to be in Men in Black. I just meant personally. <laughs> He's the safest man, personally? Probably. And the final multiple choice question, which of these real people is not revealed to be an alien in this movie? A. Michael Jackson, B, Elvis Presley, C, Dennis Rodman, or D, Sylvester Stallone. Three of these people are revealed to be aliens. One of them is not. What was the second option? Elvis Presley. Okay, Elvis is definitely an alien. I'll say Michael Jackson, too. I'm guessing this is pre-Dennis Rodman going kind of... Um, mm -hmm. 
I'll go with Sylvester Stallone. Okay. What do you think it could be ableist to call Sylvester Stallone an alien? What does that mean? Um, I was assuming they may call someone may call Sylvester Stallone an alien because of how he sounds, and he sounds that way because he's deaf. Is he deaf? Yeah, he's deaf in one ear. Oh. And has been since childhood. He also has a rape sure, allegation. <laughs> hey. What? Are you going to defend <laughs> You seem very prepared to defend I, him. <laughs> folks, hey. if you want to start if you want to start any trouble, the second anyone says anything that could be remotely controversial, don't don't follow it up with anything. Just say the word, "Hey." <laughs> and you will start a fight. Uh, did you write down that there was a rape allegation? <laughs> It looked like you were right. <laughs> no, I wrote something else. I wrote something else. Uh, true or false? You can shoot Jeebs all you want, and he'll always grow back. Yeah. Yep. I don't know why I put plus. Yep. True or false? There are only 26 agents in the Men in Black. No, I'm pretty sure I've seen a clip. Where Will Smith and Tommy Lee Jones descend some elevator or something, and then like the door opens, and there's like all these crazy aliens in a big old okay. room, and I think they're agents. Okay. True or false? K gives J a tiny gun called the Noisy Cricket as a joke, and the gun doesn't work. False. I'm willing to bet that gun's the most powerful weapon known to man. Okay. Because that's funny. Little gun, big boom. <laughs> True or false? A galactic standard week is one Earth week. Sure. Okay. And then true or false? If you get neuralized, the little pen thing you were talking about, mm -hmm. too many times, you get brain scramblies, like what happens in What We Do in the Shadows. Yes, I think that's true. Yeah, I think I've heard that. Cool. And then finally, I'll go ahead and send you the screenshot. Edit, edit the captions out of this one. So if you see a big red line... It's just because the captions were taken out, not because it means anything. I also made sure that there's nothing down there that I deleted. And there's nothing of interest in that section of the frame. All right. So this is Will Smith. Uh, he just got done patting a guy on the back. <laughs> he just got, he's a compulsion. <laughs> It wasn't even supposed to happen on set that day. It was what people in the biz call an improv. <laughs> <laughs> Dakar and I, when we uh, go on like long drives to like Green Bay or Madison, we listen to the office ladies. And one of our biggest qualms with the listener questions is every single episode, listeners are like, was that improvised? 
<laughs> the answer is almost always no. <laughs> They've said it so many times in like every interview with the. It's one of the most tightly scripted sh- like sitcoms ever. No, none of it was improv. <laughs> if there's anything that's Im- ever improv, it always seems to be just like the line delivery mm-hmm. or an action. But like mm-hmm. people are always like, was the was the thing that was written down improvised? No. Mm-hmm. <laughs> was this thing that was written down, da- was this thing that became integral to the plot improvised? Was this joke that was called back to multiple times in an episode improvised? Hey guys, I encourage you, go do improv. The answer is usually no. Did Andy really beat the punch a hole in the wall? <laughs> Anyways, uh, Tommy Lee Jones is wrapping up. What appears to be a pug in a towel or a bag or like a shirt or something. Um, I'm willing to bet this dog, while seemingly looking like a dog, is in fact uh, an alien. This dog can either transform into something huge or has some incredible power. Um if it is some kind of incredible power, I'm willing to bet it has something to do with uh, its lo- its torso. Maybe it can pee incredibly hard and incredibly fast. <laughs> but this was, I, I'm willing to bet early on in the movie, just a routine call to stop uh, some alien. And the guy at this key store is going to get mind wiped. He's the one who made the call. Do you think okay. the dog getting wrapped in a towel was improvised? <laughs> I think I think anytime someone interacts with an animal on set, it's very improvised. <laughs> dog gets shaking the fuck up, dude. <laughs> All right, cool. That is it for the quiz on the men in black. Wes, to take us out, why don't you go ahead and sing a few bars of Will Smith's Men in Black rap. Or Wild Wild West. Give me the men in black, my boys. I want to get lost in the men in black franchise. You've been listening to the game show We Ain't Seen Nothing Yet. The current score is Ethan, 38, and Wesley, 30. Follow us on Twitter at We Ain't Seen It. On Twitter, you can follow me at Powerful Goose or on Letterboxd at E Geese. You can follow Wesley on either platform at Baby Wesley. And remember, hey! Bye. Hey! <laughs> Why? Mm-hmm.